The Yuletide TV podcast is hosted by three college friends trying to find the best Christmas TV episodes ever made. That quest can, at times, be frustrating, which is a nice way of saying that this show contains explicit content. We know that might get us placed on the naughty list, but better us than you. I'm your best friend, so it's my duty to tell you that she's bad for you. What are you talking about? I thought you liked Sophia. Yeah, of, of course I like Sophia. She's the coolest, most worldly person in the world. But, but she's wrong for you. You're falling right back into your bad habits with her. What bad habits? When you used to date, style you, talk for you. Now you're back following around like some new zombie Ken doll. Most importantly, are you even having fun? This conversation isn't helping. Really? She makes you have fun. Welcome to the Yuletide TV Podcast, the podcast where we try and find the best Christmas TV episodes ever made. I'm Chris, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Brian. Hello. And John. Hello. I almost tripped myself up there. I almost said John's name. I, that, that's okay. I mean, I don't, I don't care. I don't need top billing when it comes to everybody's name being, like, you slipped up. I need bottom billing. I need to be bottom billed. <laughs> John John's powerful there, okay? John is the yeah. power bottom of this podcast. <laughs> I go on I go on first or I go on last. <laughs> and, and go on in the middle. Old John bottom bill weeding. Yeah. That's what they, that's what the they old, call The old power bottom. Someone you know, um, like that old SNL cartoon, which premise I can't remember. I'm the one who has to fly while you guys shoot lasers off my back. Laser cats? No, no. Try it. Come on. Never-ending story. Shoot no, lasers? It's, it's a straight... Because you can Ambiguously fly, gay duo. Shoot late. There it is. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Okay. All right. All right. Ambiguously okay, gay duo. Okay, John. Okay. Okay. Okay, John. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we're off to a great start for part two of our Christmas in July special. Now it's actually July, and it's actually Christmas in July, because it's the 25th of July. Uh, We're wrapping up the back half of episodes of Dash and Lily. Today, the 25th of July. Today, the 25th of July. (laughs) Boy, is it a scorcher on this 25th of July. Yeah. Oh, man. It's... It's been a whole month since we last chatted, so you know I I just wanted to see how you guys are doing, how your month's been, what how how's it been going as the summer has progressed for you guys. As I take a look out this window to this dry, dry desert that is Utah, I think how could you ever marry three women in this state? <laughs> in the state of being dry, and in Utah, or in the state exactly. of Utah? Yes. Did all the governor's prayers for rain finally pay off? Apparently, those <laughs> prayers are still in the mail. Okay. <laughs> well, that is a shame. That is a damn shame. John, how about you? Where are you these days? Uh, you know, I just just wrapped up wrapped up my water ski state, and I was excellent. Thank you for asking how I how I performed tremendously. It's a performance on par with Matt, Dylan, and Crash. <laughs> Take that for what you will. <laughs> Maybe Vigo Mortensen and Green Book. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the theme of your uh, ski show this year, right? It was, it was Green Book. It was yeah, Green Book. I've like whenever people ask me for ideas for that stuff, 
I intentionally pitch really bad ones so they never ask me again. <laughs> what is your favorite like, worst pitch? Sh- Schindler ski. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> I could have skied on more. I also like Brian's ski as well. <laughs> <laughs> is that, that like brian's way. song yeah it's brian's song i just everyone does a comedy man i'm just being the one out there innovating the medium oh my god your your theme your theme this year should have been bo burnham's inside that should have been oh no it should have been passion of the christ <laughs> just just two water skis and a cross Planted on the beach with like a shitty stuffed Christ doll. Your uh, your throat your 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 crown of thor- thorns could have been just like all the junk that you fish out of. The- <laughs> like it's got the plastic sixer holder. You were gonna ski barefoot, but that stigmata really screws up the water. <laughs> <laughs> The barefoot act theme is actually the washing of the feet in the temple. (laughs) (laughs) I just conceptually, I think the funniest thing in the world doing a sport this stupid is just like imagining people doing it super tone deaf. (laughs) It's like, and not like, like, not like the normal way they're tone deaf where like half the teams are accidentally racist but like <laughs> super tone deaf like in terms of just like oh like this is like actually racist <laughs> like unironically playing as the native people from deliverance yeah like just like okay. committing so hard on it yeah like i would that's what i think is the funniest the funniest possible thing to imagine oh, that was a good laugh to start my podcast <laughs> yeah so just... we're done now right just a lot of making people angry about different offensive religious things we said (laughs) wait i feel like there's a few we haven't touched upon and we don't need to that's that's no no no. what's a good movie for scientology i for one cannot wait for these reviews (laughs) can you like burst out of the water like xenu from the volcano when's your battlefield earth show gonna be (laughs) (laughs) how about my i actually like a starship trooper just a very vehement anti-war starship troopers one yeah that'd be good i forget which actor it is but did you know one of the like one of the leads thought they were doing like an actual like drama like an actual like non-satire yeah and they never told them they just like let them like rattle I was gonna say no, I could, it was one of the guys. I was gonna say just, like, I could, let him rattle. I could I could see it being Casp the the main guy. I could see it being Casper Casper Van Deem De- something. Yeah, it was like something where they're just like, yeah, this isn't yeah, like they just don't tell him it's an anti-war satire. He's like really into it. He's pretty happy with himself, <laughs> <laughs> and it makes it the funniest movie ever made. He's been in sequels since, and since that glass has probably been broken on him. Not as good of a movie. No, I it's it really needed it really needed him to carry it. It uh, yeah.
the most unlikely male lead, Casper <laughs> Van Dien. Speaking Dean. of male leads doing questionable jobs. Oh, you want to talk about Dash and Lily? Now we're pivoting. Now we're going to pivot. I would love to talk about a guy just just wrecking a few scenes. <laughs> Ooh, I do want to pitch John one last water ski show idea. Oh, yes, please. Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> that is a weird pull. Where did it, where did Yeah, that is a that is a dark, that's a deep cut, but I'll take it. We were talking about anti-war. We got really lucky that 2020 was a COVID year because usually it tends to follow ski show themes tend to follow movies, and we really missed out on some good Dunkirks. <laughs> did we? Yeah, some tenets. You should. Oh, you should have done tenet. You should have skied backwards. It would have been great. <laughs> I can back barefoot. I could have done tenant. Yeah, um, just send it forward and then backward, just over and over, and then have it be, and then have the show be really satisfied. And then I'll come to the show and I'll be really satisfied with myself. And congratulations, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Only if you can bend physics so that the sound of the water, the sound audio, is atrocious. And I don't know how you do that with live, with live oh. ski show. I'm losing. I'm losing. I'm losing the juice on this. The real trick is to get the boat to go backwards. That's I just want to say, make the boat go backwards. Okay. <laughs> Tenant's bad. Christopher Nolan's overrated. Come at me, nerds. Agreed. He hasn't made anything Tenet good was, since. Like, Tenant, I Tenet was good, and Chris no, Nolan's right where he should no. be. No. 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 Talking about things we're going to have differing opinions on we're reviewing episodes five through eight of dash and lily which originally debuted on november 10th 2020 and is available on netflix go listen to our june episodes to listen to our review of episodes one through four but without any further ado if you haven't had a chance to watch the conclusion for yourself here's a little of what happened we pick up the cliffhanger with Dash making mochi and Lily working on crafts as they both contemplate the next steps of their dares. Dash and his ex Sophia reconnect while Lily once again runs into Edgar, the boy who was mean to her in middle school. They both end up at the same party, but do not realize who the other person is, and Dash leaves with Sophia, leaving Lily to get embarrassed at the party during a game of truth or dare. Dash misses his opportunity to give Lily the notebook on Christmas Day with his promised gift of revealing his name, which leads to Lily getting drunk with her killer. With her killer? Her killer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which leads to Lily getting drunk with her killer. God, that's killers. With her, wow. With her kill group. With her caroler buddies. Carolers. Caroler. Carol, 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 Carolers is Caroler singular. Singular is tough. <laughs> Chris, I want you to say the line again, but I'm going to uh, say the word that you can just cut and paste over where you were supposed to say it. Okay. That'd actually be very funny. All right. Which leads to Lily getting drunk with her. Carolers. No, it's singular. You got to say it. <laughs> oh, singular. sorry. See, do it again. Do it again. <clears throat> Which leads to Lily getting drunk with her... Killers. Ah, fuck. Okay, it is harder than it looks. With her <laughs> caroler buddies and kissing Edgar just as Dash arrives. Dash takes Lily to Mrs. Basil E's, where she recovers from her drunken escapades and gets taken home by her grandpa, only to discover her parents have returned and are moving her to Fiji. 
Dash writes her a note saying they shouldn't see each other anymore, and then it's New Year's Eve, and Lily is about to leave. Dash realizes he wants to be with her, sets up an elaborate surprise, and gets the notebook to her, only to be foiled by Langston, who withholds the notebook from Lily as she gets in the cab to leave. But Langston's conscience gets the better of him, and he sends a pic to Lily with Dash's note, and Lily meets him at the bookstore where they reunite. Lily's grandpa says she can stay with him in New York, and everyone lives happily ever after. The end. Wow, that was shockingly concise. Except they're only 17, and happily ever after is going to be up until Thanksgiving of their freshman year of college. Well, I think they have a senior year. They're both only 17, so like they could they could have one more year of high school, and then. But are they? Because they both can drink in bars. <laughs> yeah. bars hey, hey, it's New York, John. It's New York. You know, <laughs> the character New York doesn't care about age, John. Welcome to yeah, New York. Well, I guess New York should really work on that. It's it's 2021. You're not going to get away with that anymore. When the story needs it, they can drink, and when the story needs them to face consequences for actions that typical 17-year-olds would face, that happens too. I'm debating they had many consequences. Yeah, I Well, in the end, no, not too many. <laughs> they, they, it was all fine. It all worked out. Right under a firework explosion. Well, it's New Year's. It's There's... There's uh, okay. So there's a lot happening in these four episodes. Like you, we let, like let's talk about where we came from, which is we ended with this text message that Sophia sends Dash and like we we're left like okay, what's going to happen next? And the answer is a lot. And I think some of our predictions came true. I mean, we see Edgar again, which I thought was going to happen. They don't end up together, which I thought was a possibility. But Edgar just is too much of a goofus. Edgar reminds me of two separate characters from the movie Garden State. The first character is the cop that pulls over... Well, fuck, I almost said Justin Long. Why can't I remember his name right now? Zach Braff? Thank you. Pulls over Zach Braff when he's on his motorcycle. And he's like, Kenny, you're a cop now? He's like, yeah, I know, it's wild. (laughs) I get a gun. And then the second character, again, this is a common combination of these two characters, is the creepy guy they meet in the superstore later in the end. I was like, oh, hey, you're back in town. I should get your number. I've got a really great marketing idea that you can be a part of and your friend. It's a combination of those two energies. It's just uh, they couldn't land on one. Well, I mean, I think he was trying to... He was going through some things. He just wasn't going through them very well. <laughs> as a person or as a written character? <laughs> as a person. As a person he was going. I mean, what's the difference at this stage of the game? <laughs> I think you're always going to get unevenness from like young performers. That's like I think like the danger of it. And for all I know these people are like 35 <laughs> or whatever, just look 12 and we're WB in it. But um like, I don't want to, like, dunk on them too hard, but there's, like, I find Tybalt's performance truly offensive, and then also I, like, uh, there's a part where, like, Lily, who is good, she is empirically good at her job, she should be in more things, she is, she has been in the oven, she is baked, she is a nicely made cake, she is a good actress, and she was, like, she did that, like, really, like, heartfelt moment, like, uh, in, like, the final scene, and then the dude playing Dash just went, ha, 
His yeah, <laughs> that his... was like his entire ad to the scene, and it was like distracting, and then like it was like scene ruining. It was really bad. He was he was a little weird, especially towards the end. There was like he like was how do I want to say this? He he like wasn't opening his mouth all the way. Like <laughs> it seemed like he was like really flattening his own performance just by like I'm just I'm just gonna talk like this a little bit because. I can't emote enough by move like I can't I'm afraid to open my mouth the whole way. It's <sighs> I think I think he was trying to be like pensive. Because you know, mm. the show has a goddamn three episode sequence of just being pensive. <laughs> and he didn't <laughs> like pull world. it off appropriately. And that's why Timothy Chalamet is playing Paul Atreides this October in Dune. <laughs> That's why that's why Tim, Timothy Chalamet has a cannibal calling him by his name, and this guy is, uh, you know, just calling himself by his own name. Uh, <laughs> there's your army hammer joke of the week. <laughs> Don't eat me. <laughs> Someone made a really good pitch for a sequel to Call Me By Your Name, where Timothy Chalamet and Army Hammer continue their relationship. But as it, it turns out that Arnie Hammer's characters' kinks get progressively more, like, aggressive and <laughs> sadistic to the point where he's like, I want to take a bite out of you. It's actually, what's weird is actually that's the sequel to Dash and Lily, too. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That's awesome. I still liked this show overall. But there is a lot in this back half where we're playing fast and loose with logic and just, like, things that make sense. Like, for example, like, part of, a big part of this back half of episodes is this party that they all end up at. And everyone is asking Dash if he's going to be at this party. And I'm just like, why are people so desperate for this kid to show up somewhere? Like, he's not the life of the party by any means. Like, he's cool. Is he, though? No one really seems to like him that much. He'll he'll bring his weird trench coat energy. I okay. Can we talk about that for a quick second? Because I preferred his old his old pea coat to his new trench coat. Well, yeah, that but that was, was uh... that was a that was a character thing to show him that he should not actually go back to Sophia because that's a good point, you know. And yeah, but when when the coat is written so well as its own character, <laughs> <laughs> it really needs to come back. I don't know. <laughs> when the oh. code is as big of a part of the show as New York. Right. So I just did a quick look. Um, Dash was born in 1996. Lily was born in 1994. That puts them well into their 20s right now. And what oh. I enjoyed is that uh, uh, the show, obviously Dash is taller than Lily in the show. And in the pictures, they show that height difference, like when you're browsing through on Netflix and stuff. But even though he's got a foot on her he still only looks like he's about five three in the whole show <laughs> he seems very slight yes he, yeah, yeah, yeah like he, i mean he can he can play 17 to a to a chalamet-ish degree as we've discussed very so, well yeah he is he's a little baby boy that's like that's like casting jim belushi as the drunk guy in a college movie <laughs> she's always gonna yeah this is one. really this is really all he's gonna play <laughs> he's got this, and he's gonna play play a twink a few times. That's his whole career here. <laughs> That's what he's got. 
This is what I, he's gonna. Is this is what he is? I really hope that this was like his tryout tape for getting cast into a bunch of Hallmark movies, right? Oh, and I, I see this. I see this as like the off season for a football team. It's like, okay, we got to put Dash on defense. We got to make sure <laughs> we have Lily with the ball. And then what the, are we gonna do for receiving? The problem is, is this is like, this is a 10 years out audition because he's still too young for hallmark movies yeah and so like this is going to be 10 years from now they're going to get both of these people if their careers don't like go anywhere else and they're going to be like we're reuniting the cast of dash and lily for an all-new movie like <laughs> for the next pandemic i can see dash and lily getting back he's together just gonna, for a revival <laughs> he's gonna perfect his shitty miles teller impression by getting murdered <laughs> 700 times in horror movies. Because he's going to keep looking 12. Yeah, for a while yet. Yeah, so. And then he'll, and then when he, he'll age himself gracefully into standing on a soapbox in Hallmark movies. Maybe playing the bad guy. Oh. Who oh. knows? Who knows where he's going to go? I think it'd be a poorly cast bad guy. Like they had somebody else. Like they got they got Grant Austin to be the bad guy in the Hallmark movie, and then Grant Austin had to like bail for some reason. I don't know, man. They use they use Dirks as a good guy they repeatedly. Do. Yep. And Dirks is like you look at Dirks and you want to fight him. <laughs> well, I've been waiting for a piece of him, bud. <laughs> he just he gives a he gives a skeevy vibe even in Hallmark. It's either that or Letterkenny's so good that it colors every time I see him in Hallmark movies. <laughs> it could be that. Yeah. Did you guys find the attempted redemption arc of Sophia to be the worst? Because they go out of their way to show how bad she is. And then they're like, but now she's nice. I almost, I don't want to say I feel the opposite, but I almost feel like in the first four episodes, like they were like, what a monster she broke his heart and it's like well she just moved away and was like hey maybe we shouldn't like try and do a long distance relationship when i live in brazil and then she comes back and like is like oh like maybe we could be together and like i don't know like i'm like i think that's all fine like i don't think she's i don't think she was as bad like i don't think they should have gotten together but i don't know i feel like they were trying to like emphasize some parts of her as like really bad and i'm just like that's just happens sometimes people are just yeah. like that it's okay like maybe you're 17 yeah and you I don't mean, know what the hell you want right and you go to slam poetry readings it's also that's what like dating a woman is like it's <laughs> just what dating is yeah, yeah. sometimes They're, yeah it's like they kind of run you over sometimes man it's what that's what occurs out there it's a give and take and that's a learned and that's a learned thing so if you're not perfect at it at 17 that's okay welcome to the club dash yeah i i don't know there's so much i want to talk about at the end but i feel like we, we need to talk about like some of these twists and turns that we we took to get to the end such as this whole move to fiji uh, you know, Lily finds out that her parents did not just go to Fiji on a whim. They went there because they, her dad has a job opportunity and like everyone lied to her cause they knew she'd be upset and it would ruin her Christmas. And then she finds out and I'm just like thinking this whole time, like at what circumstance in your life 
is the most viable option for you to move your family to Fiji. It's been a tough right? year, Chris. I was It's been a tough year. I was year. trying to figure out is trying to figure out what the fuck job he has. Like like I don't I don't I admittedly know nothing about Fiji. But like I can't imagine it's a thriving like financial hub. Well, okay, yeah, cuz that's the other thing. So they mentioned they mentioned at some point something about a university, right? I think. Am I, I thought that, that he I thought he worked in like uh, uh, like uh, some kind of plant or um, production plant or something. But like he was, but he was freelancing. But he was, con- yeah, he was also contracting, and he's like, that's not paying the bills. Which like, it kind of seems like you're a bad contractor then, because I feel like a lot of people can make very lucrative. No, 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 no. I am. Oh, I'm gonna oh. fight you guys because this was actually the only thing to me that was like. Yeah, that shit happens. <laughs> right? That people moved to Fiji? No, not, not necessarily that people moved to Fiji, <laughs> but like the circumstances surrounding it. So I got a buddy named John, and his dad has worked in the uh, auto repair industry for years, working for um, specific dealerships um, to help people uh, build their cars. And he, apparently he's been running into an issue uh, in the last like decade where people will bring him on just so he can train some new uh, folks on the team, and then they'll cut them. Oh. Right? That's... And that kind of happens in the blue-collar industry world. You know, uh, uh, my father-in-law is a great man, and he's a great leader, and he does a great job. And he's bounced around from a couple production areas, um, but he's done well. And you just kind of go where the work takes you. You know, sometimes that takes you – maybe that takes you to Fiji. I don't know, but that's also the thing that didn't, like – like, if you're asking me if two teenagers could spend the night in a museum and library and a guy could get a job in Fiji last minute before Christmas, I'm going to go with the guy in Fiji. <laughs> I'm not, so, I'm not uh, saying you Fiji's, can't. Fiji's imports include refined petroleum, so he could work in the gas industry. Therefore, it would make sense that he could live in New York and then move to Fiji to, like, do some kind of refinery work. And maybe he was just coming in and doing like, yeah, you know what? I'm willing to, I'm willing to, to let this happen, but I would also be, I would be so much more stoked about moving to Fiji. I wouldn't be like fucking Fiji guys going to go live in a tropical paradise. What's your, what's your ocean name going to be? John. John. (laughs) Wait, wait, I got it. I got it. Wet John. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> just just a good old hot wet salty john wet john i yeah i don't know there's, i don't want to spend too much time talking about fiji but i'm just like i would it, love to do a fiji podcast it, it just Let's <laughs> subscribe to our patreon and only send us to fiji yeah. so we can learn <laughs> it just yeah. 2023 live shows in fiji uh <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like a very New York solution to this problem too, where it's like, I can't find a job in New York. I guess I need to move to Fiji. It's like, no, like go move to North Dakota or so, like it's exp- Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Like go move to Cleveland. Like it's, it's, I feel like you're making this exceedingly difficult when it just does not need to be so complicated. You know, and some people are even like, where the hell is Fiji? And let me tell you, it's 1100 nautical miles Northeast of New Zealand. 
That's right. I got the right. Fiji. I got the Fiji Wikipedia up right here. So I'm just gonna. St- I'm. This is the backdoor pilot episode for our Fiji podcast. Oh, <laughs> Captain Brian. It's got a great Fiji's got a great play, a great flag though. That light blue choice. Uh, <laughs> that's what I noticed. Yeah, I just hated. I so I was fine. That flag sucks. Fuck you. That flag's delightful. It's a color pop. Everyone has the same three colors. Pick a pick a We pick, stand Fiji for doing something. Pick different. a pick a crest. <laughs> I, I'm gonna side with Chris on this one. I very much believe that this isn't Fiji's flag. This is Fiji's this is England's flag and Fiji's crest with a blue backdrop. That is that blue, is like that right is next the, to each other. Like, working for me. That is the Milwaukee pe- city flags of countries. <laughs> Well, now I gotta look that up. Milwaukee's Milwaukee's city flag has been like the subject of TED talks about terrible city flags. Oh, it is. It's real bad. That's Which not one's great. The current one. Is it the one with the the fucking the gear? Ferris wheel, or is it the one with the sunset? The sunset one is viable. No, the sunset one is the what they called the people's flag because it was getting so much flack for the official flag that someone designed that flag and then they were like i they were trying to adopt it and it didn't go anywhere i think we just suck at flags in wisconsin because green bay's flag is ass oh i have to imagine that it is the state of wisconsin is also ass yeah it's blue salt lake city's got an okay flag but we just opened up like voting on a new city flag (laughs) <laughs> and let me tell you minimalistic a, polygonal shapes are in it's just a stern white face is the salt lake city flag <laughs> what this is and it's the face of god this is that's the wait a minute hold on hold on is the green bay city flag really this blue green monstrosity yeah. that someone looks like they designed in like microsoft word in 1992 Oh, you bet your sweet ass it is. Wow. Yeah, that is atrocious. Yeah. I'm glad I'm I'm glad I've for the I'm glad I've really made a strong upgrade by going to the Denver City flag, which is elite. I like how I like how the Green Bay City flag looks like a secret Seahawks fan designed it. (laughs) (laughs) But a Seahawks fan from 1996 when they were wearing those colors. Right. Yeah. It's like I did Yeah, it. it's the worst. It's the worst flag. And there's a little bit where they would put that cre- like the crest on Packer stuff. And it was just like, oh great, this is what we needed. A different green and a pop of blue. Just to make it look bad. <laughs> like Alright, so podcast. Back, back. Podcast. Oh, yeah. So Sorry, that was we're not, that was our wait, podcast. We're not a flag podcast. That, that, now. Was, a, that was our flag <laughs> podcast within our podcast. You can listen to that one uh, to search these boys like flags. These boys, uh, these boys, available. These, these boys, like these, boys. <laughs> these boys like flags. Real quick, our running joke should be like, "Yeah, who podcast? Who's the special guest? These, these who? These flags? Come <laughs> <laughs> on! All right, we can we can talk uh, about Dash and Lily. So, so yeah, I guess my issue with this uh, episode, I honestly think the last four episodes should have been two episodes, but they were contracted to have eight. So they're like, just keep throwing shit on there to make it look like they're really battling uphill. Where it's like, the exes, or the ex and the boy that bullied her, like, being, like, counter-paramours. That is, that is plenty of opposition. 
for them to romantically get involved. I don't need Fiji. Her having to move to Fiji and getting cold feet is plenty of, like, opposition. Like, you don't need... I don't need both. You're just wasting my time. But stakes, John. Stakes. What are the... The stakes... The stakes remain the same. The stakes did not get elevated. They they are still ribeyes. The stakes are still the same. Damn it, you beat me to it. But without without Fiji, we don't get that brutal scene of her grandpa just being a complete asshole. <laughs> we don't even yeah, see. I would be. We, oh, how disappointing was it that we didn't see the payoff of that? So grandpa was an asshole to Lily, right? And then later, you think, okay, well, maybe grandpa's going to come around. Maybe, maybe people are going to talk to grandpa and be like, this is really good for Lily. Right, and it kind of seems like that happened, and then we get a, a nondescript phone call from Grandpa, <laughs> off screen, <laughs> where Grandpa's With like, a, "Hey, but... hey, by the way, you're cool now. Come on home." On a phone UI that is like, at best, terrible. <laughs> like, if this is how phones worked, they would not have. Like, if this is like how smart smart smartphones worked, they would have not not have taken off. If it's like, Chris is calling, it's just a giant Chris head. <laughs> disembodied from his body like kind of blue background like we would just phones would have stopped like they would have been like no no we're going back to flip i don't know grandpa's phone picture kind of reminded me of the bob's burgers episodes where uh tina does her talk show for the school and she's just wearing a black blazer against a black backdrop and she's a floating head (laughs) i don't think i've seen so so brian you're you are about you're you're gonna be uh, literal Big Papa Bri Bri soon. Uh, if your if your future children were being spoken to by your parents in the way that <laughs> that Lily's grandfather speaks to her and Langston, would you ever bring your children around them? I would like to personally address Jim and Rand Curran right now and say I love you. And this is not how you are, but no, I would not. Yeah, they're like he's just like he's just he's going to fire. give these children like disorders. The reason Lily is fucked up is not because she was bullied; it's because her grandpa is like weird to her. <laughs> it's a weird. It's a weird like. You were home. That would be a whole other curfew. podcast episode if we dug into the psychological effects of his like negging, followed by let's get ice cream. Like <laughs> that is some weird. <laughs> That would fuck you up, I think. Yeah, I just here's here's two hundred dollars. Fuck you go, for dropping out of college. You disappointed shit. me for the last time, like kind of, <laughs> kind of. But you know what? He was uh, accepting and supportive of Langston's lifestyle. So, except for the not going to college part. Yeah, I think there was some subtle hints there, though, that Grandpa wasn't entirely thrilled with. Langston's lifestyle choices, though. Well, you I know, mean, Grandpa needs to get with it. We get an interesting little piece with this these last four episodes where we, we actually go beyond Christmas. We go to New Year's Eve. Disgusting. Which I thought was interesting because th- they were still like, okay, it's New Year's Eve, but also this is still a Christmas show. And so it got kind of confusing. There were a couple parts that were confusing in these episodes. Like, at one point... Okay, so just to complete that thought, the Jonas Brothers concert, it's New Year's Eve, they're doing a daytime concert in New York, 
and they are singing a Christmas song. Yes, six, and six Dash days after is, Christmas. And Dash is very easily able to walk through the crowd, enter, gain access to said show in New York. Yeah, they're doing a free outdoor concert in New York, and it is not a wall-to-wall mob scene of screaming teenage oh, girls. Yeah, not to mention and, Cousin Scott. Was it Cousin Scott in the bookstore? Possibly. Yeah, Cousin Scott had a date to see the uh, the, the ball drop in Madison Square Garden and left an hour before. I'm, I've got friends in New York, and I'm calling bullshit. Well, also, <laughs> her parents leaving for the airport two hours before their midnight flight and being like oh no there's traffic what and someone said i'm making the i'm making these steaks bacon wrapped medallions (laughs) as their grandfather rents out a temp a a conveniently placed japanese temple on the way to the airport (laughs) to do a to do a new year's celebration though not on the asian new year the, we, he's just sticking with the, the, the regular the regular new year yeah, yeah just well we don't know what their traditions are like as a family yeah we're you we've kind That's of just true. named two different asian cultures and it is not clearly i mean it might be and then we they're japanese it. oh well, and are, are they still do the japanese still celebrate chinese new year i think every asian culture does oh okay well i don't know i know i know at least korean people do mm. so okay but Japan's kind of an outlier culture, I suppose. Were you guys at any point getting confused at how the notebook was working? Because I feel like in the first four episodes, <laughs> right. they did a, a pretty good job with like understanding that there are some liberties with just like telling the story. Like, like I understood the mechanics of the notebook, but there was a part where like Dash's, I think it was when Dash's dad came home and he just like started writing in it, and I'm like. One, why do you have the notebook right now? Because, like, shouldn't you, like, shouldn't it be somewhere waiting for Lily? Or, like, shouldn't Lily have it to be doing a dare? Or shouldn't you be doing a dare to drop off? I was like, why do you have a notebook to just have these random thoughts about your dad right now? Why did some Sandra some Bullock... notebook for... Yeah, why did Sandra Bullock have a mailbox at her lake house? She just did. And that's how she talked and, to Keanu Reeves. But that was inherently magical. This is You don't know that it's, you don't know that the notebook doesn't have the magic of Christmas. I I mean I Christmas. guess. I guess if if we're if we're trying to Full go that route, I guess. Uh, I'm also going to Time I'm also going to uh, get myself uncancelled here by doing a cursory little bit of research and Japanese people aren't super into Lunar New Year. So my B. So maybe they're my maybe, they are, maybe they're Chinese. I thought they said a, they said like Japanese words though. Oh, okay. I don't. Okay. I wasn't paying close enough attention. <laughs> she has a Japanese last name. Uh, regardless, this is this is too This is we're yeah. we're in too deep. Three, three white guys. Three white guys have gone too far. We're we're, we're well beyond we're our expertise. Churlish and pedantic. <laughs> <laughs> So, I know we've been talking about this for a little while, but there is one point that I need to talk to you guys about with this last set of episodes. And it happens at the very end of the series that bothered me so much, and I'm curious if it bothered you as well. Which is, we have kind of, 
we we get to the end of the episode and we know that things are are gonna all work out for everyone and we get kind of this closing montage of dash and lily and and i think we see grandpa and then we see langston outside of benny's house and then we see boomer and sophia come out of the movie and hold hands and i'm just like what the fuck what the fuck (laughs) Boomer's a snake. Boomer's a guy. I'm like, has has Boomer been masterminding this whole thing the whole time? <laughs> we need we need a third perspective, which is Boomer's plan to start bo- like to start banging Sophia. Right? Oh, Cause... can that be can that be the Valentine's Day special? Because because it almost like and the, I, and that's why he's like, get the fuck out of here, Dash. Right? Like, I initially <laughs> thought, like, it was both of them, but then I'm like, no, like, Sophia was coming on to Dash pretty strong. Like, she didn't have any part in this plan. But, like, Boomer was all about, like, okay, she's not right for you, and you really should be with Lily, and, like, all this stuff. And it's like, was this all bullshit just so you could hook up with Sophia? He's tired of working behind that lunch counter. He wants the girl who speaks six languages with the dad who gets like cool ambassadors postings. This is a this is a little finger esque maneuver out of Boomer. It is it is a wild thing to throw in at the end. And here's the thing too, it's like I I did not enjoy the montage. I enjoyed the Benny part and Yeah, the Benny that was, that was kind of I'm bad. glad that that story had a nice resolution. Although Langston's two week upheaval of Oh no, I can't be without someone for that long. I thought it was pretty forced. I think they've 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 gone out of their way to show that Langston is kind of a piece of shit. That was <laughs> and his character growth was to uh was to be a little less he, of a hoe. Well, he was like that fun brother to start. You know, I was like, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna help my sister and then, you know, yeah, he's just kind of a piece of shit. Although one of my favorite moments of the show was when Langston and his boyfriend were just eating cookies on the roof. Yeah, that was really nice. Was a, I would I would agree that sweet, was of the was whole sweet. series. Yeah, that was really nice. Very, very nice. I just very nice. I just felt like it was weird to get I do feel like maybe that's what the show kind of lost was those like two minute asides where you could just be like, Look at this nice oh. wholesome couple. It's like this nice wholesome couple is the sounding board for Lily. Yeah. Why didn't yeah. we get that with mom and dad? That would have been a great payoff. I, th- I think just in general, you're right, though. There's a lot of those kind of reflective moments. Um, I can't remember. I think it was maybe the third episode where they where we kind of see that side-by-side shot of them both listening to the New York NYPD choir song. Like, we don't really yeah, get pumps. any of those moments in these last four episodes. Or even, I guess, even think of, like, where we left off with the episode four and, like, Dash like walking through the streets of that neighborhood and seeing these lights and getting that belief, like it becomes a much more, I don't want to say hyper, but it is just like all of a sudden you're zooming to Christmas and there's no more breathing room. Uh, I just, there's just like a big disconnect and kind of like, like what's going on, <laughs> I guess. Like the dares move from like cute and fun to like, like, I don't know, just like not even like aggressive, just like, they're not advancing the plot because the plot changes completely to being something about like in almost in, less about looking for love and more about like character growth. And like they like just kind of like rewire the show and then it gets like just a little lost in itself. And then the episodes because they're it's just too much <laughs> like well, there's too much happening. So it extends too long and it gets just confusing. 
or not confusing, just like unnecessary. I knew what was going on. It just sucked. Yeah, that was one of the last (laughs) things that I kind of liked about the show. It was that actual transition from him getting the text from Sophia to uh, him making uh, Mochi, right? Mochi? Yep. Mochi, Mochi. yeah, to him making Mochi. I kind of like that. I liked seeing the distance between those two moments and him processing. But that was actually the last dare that they did, if I'm not mistaken. So really, the last four episodes didn't even have a fucking dare in them. <laughs> no, they just wrote notes to each other Stem, about yeah. how, how their sudden, how their teenage how their teenage angst was hard. It's also like all if of my a sudden dad it's sucked, you've got mail. gone and was that rich, I'd be hype. You know, I really liked the fifth episode because I thought coming off of the like the little break, you know, splitting it up, I was like, oh, this yeah. is cool. Like, there's a lot. The structure of that episode was cool because they had this part where they each were trying to teach each other a lesson in their dares, and they didn't get it in the dare right away. They used Mm -hmm. it. They got more value out of the lesson later in a real-life situation, which I also liked. But I think it just kind of like set a lot of things up that you're like, oh, shit, you only have three episodes left. There's so much that's going to happen and that maybe makes the ending fall a little bit flatter than it should you know i change i changed my mind you know my last favorite moment of the show was when he was sitting down with his dad and he had that quiet moment of reflection where he thought okay focus on the mochi yes i I, that was like a very quick hit but i'm glad that it was included in the episode just the whole father-son interaction because his dad was kind of a piece of work just like grandpa is i mean it's weird it's like they do kind of have shitty families to a degree (laughs) (laughs) we know you're 17 and like we're going to be an adult but we also treat you like you're stupid so we have lied to you about your dad losing your job and uh that we're moving to fiji Sucks to suck, loser. <laughs> We're moving in a week. <laughs> Godspeed. Should have been more shit. normal, like Langston. <laughs> I didn't enjoy that. I didn't enjoy her treatment of her family, or the family's treatment of her, and I enjoyed her standing up to it. I liked. I had no qualm with the writing in the last episode. I like. I I think some of the performance was a little flat and awkward, but like, I had no problem with like the writing in the last episode. I just think like the build up was draining yeah i i honestly was like at one point i'm like oh my god are we are they actually gonna do run to the airport like <laughs> i was hoping for run to the airport that would have been pretty tight run to the airport would have been great with a fucking christmas tree <laughs> in a christmas tree sweater yeah that was actually a really cool sweater we did those for work one year Ooh. like we all we all wore christmas tree sweaters um cool time Weird note, but I actually lied again. My favorite last moment was when she vomited in her boot. My only note, <laughs> my only note would have been she should have vomited more. I wanted Just Quentin Tarantino levels. <laughs> yeah, I wanted that. I wanted that boot filled. You know what? One of my favorite moments was was when she goes to the slam poetry thing and she just starts unloading on Edgar. And, like, Edgar kind of sucks. Like, I'm not trying to defend Edgar, but, like, she starts, You're like, laying Edgar. into him and blaming him for all this stuff. And I, I'm, like, at a certain point, I was, like, okay, Lily, like, this is, you're putting a lot on this guy. I, I did, like, to me, it was very realistic that he would stand up 
I, I just like that he what stood up and was like, yes, I was also 12. Like, give me a fucking <laughs> break. Like, I'm sorry. And then they completely changed the character to have him be just an affable goofball. Yes. Uh, more like... But, and then he changes party. back. Then he changes back to being a rapist. Like, they just... I don't know. The character's just... That character's kind of a mess. Yeah, that character is a, a hot mess. Like, doesn't tell her the... I, I, when I was Shoshana and I were watching this and I told her, I was like, we're like, they were on their way to the party and he's like, oh man, that's so cool. And all this, I'm just like, she is going to be like an animal in a zoo, like at this party. Like he is bringing her as an oddity to be like leered at. And I'm just now, and that's not what happened exactly, but that was my, that's where I thought it was going. Yeah. Then they make him like oddly sincere. But then they're like, it was all a lie. He was just trying to make out with her. Yeah, and also, like... I don't even know if that's like, true. It's just... Like, I don't yeah. think that was his sole goal. When he when she walked away, they showed him, like, looking for another girl. Like, with the mistletoe. Right, right. Yeah, well, the, I mean, I, to well, me, that's also, just, like... <laughs> that, was the other, <laughs> that was the other thing... I'll take her home. That I thought, I'll get her home. That I thought was funny. He's also in that... I just remembered, he's also in that ending montage. And it's just, like... Has this guy been at this bar for a week? Like, what? Why is he like? He has no yeah, real reason to be at that bar. It's the only bar in New York. It's the only bar in New York sen- selling booze to underage kids. Of course yeah, he's there, true, I guess. Dangerously overserving seventeen-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> not even, not even like a little bit. <laughs> like a lot. All right. Well, I think we have talked our fair share about dash and lily two whole episodes worth although covering eight so don't make me give this a rating i'm gonna well we gotta do ratings it's the whole point of the fucking uh, podcast what do you mean don't give ratings oh this All is right. gonna start a fight in my home we're gonna give the entire series because as of right now fun fact there this is a book series there are two other books uh i was trying to see if this was like getting a second season because there is the second book takes place at christmas uh the third might as well but i don't really know what is the second possibly about oh dash and lily talk about contraceptives it's called it's called dash and lily's i think 12 days of christmas and apparently lily's grandpa has a heart attack and he has trouble recovering and that makes her really sad at christmas and so dash tries to make her happy and i guess in the books what is not explored in the show and again this is all just from like a blurb summary of the back jacket of of the book that i'm getting this from but in the sequel they said langston and dash put aside their differences so there must have been like some some headbutting that was written out or not included or maybe it's just in the second part but as far as i can tell there is no second season of this show coming I, for one, am shocked. My guess is that Langston and Dash think that the other is too controlling of Lily. Could be. I don't know. My guess is that Dash, just kind of a dick. Yeah, Dash just kind of sucks a little bit. Uh, (laughs) Which he certainly did in this show. All right, but here we go. The big big part, the part you've been waiting two whole months for. Man, we stretched this out. We are going to give this these entire eight episodes a summation rating of calling it a christmas classic a pair of socks or a whole heaping lump of coal john why don't you go first because brian's nervous 
my boys, you know this shit be socks. <laughs> it has a use case. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> it has use it's not, it is, it is absolutely not for us. This but is, it is Netflix refurbished. Yeah, it is probably for like some fucking weird 15 year old who's quirky on Christmas, right? Like, or some shit like that. It's just not for us. Like, it's, it gets way too young adulty at the end for white dudes in their early 30s, is what it is. But it's not, like, unwatchable. My eyes didn't fall out of my head. This, this was not, this was by no means a Christmas carol. It held its it charm. <laughs> yeah. Socks. Socks for John. Brian? This is a lump of coal. Hold on. Actually, for the record, I would like to say that this is a pair of socks, but my wife is probably listening on the other side of the... This show sucks so much, I can't even believe it. I actually thought it was really charming, and I uh, enjoyed bits, but I'd like to agree with John that this was not made for us, and I think the ending uh, got a little too young adulty for my taste. I'm really glad never to have to watch this again. I actually think that I would watch this again and be okay with it if it was just kind of on the background and I could do something with, like, a board game. All right, that's all I have to say. Well, thank you, thank you for that two-faced review, Brian. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna part from you guys. I, you know, when we talked about this back in June, I I said it was trending to me towards a Christmas classic, and I, I think it holds true. I think it is still. I think overall, despite some of its flaws, and we kind of said this last month, but you know, we we dunked on this a lot. But I think there's still a lot of enjoyable stuff in here, and I enjoyed it. It was certainly. For watching something in the middle of the summer, which I feel like when we get into the off season and we're watching Christmas stuff, not at Christmas time or really in the Christmas mindset, it can be hard to judge stuff with with the idea that like, oh, would I like this at Christmas too? And this is something I would definitely like at Christmas and I really liked it just outside of Christmas. So um, I really enjoyed it. I'll call it a Christmas classic, and uh, we'll leave it at that. Now you're just making me look like a fence-sitting ass, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Now let's, let's go back know. to talk about how John is going to do Home Alone 2 as a water ski show. <laughs> <laughs> the geography of New York is crazy in that movie. <laughs> It's great, Dad. Ah. I'm real glad. I'm real glad every single person went out of their way to make sure you are at this party. Also, it's like who's sitting, who's sitting down at that party and watching Home Alone too? Fucking no one. You have goddamn Edgar trying to do strip poker five minutes later. So they're cool, rich kids in New York. They're getting hammered and doing blow. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Nobody's watching Home Alone too. Yeah, if this were just a little bit more mature, this wouldn't have been Nick Jonas's Christmas special. This would have been Ezra Canning's. I'm just so confused by their characters' ages. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's, like, it's like, why, they... why was this not college? Why were they not college freshmen? And everything would have made it, a lot more sense. They just, like I, like, I don't know if it was just, like, I I know nothing of this book. But I cannot imagine this book is high schoolers. But I would assume maybe a note Netflix wanted was like, no, this is for children. Make them, You're going to do them it babies. for children. I would almost say it's the other way around, that it is like 
it because it's young adult it's you know it's all it's it's ps to all the boys i love i mean it's high school it's definitely the book i i'm pretty sure takes place in high school but i'm sure netflix is like well we gotta appeal to everyone so if we make it ambiguous then we'll appeal to more people but what do i know that's i don't work it's not ambiguous because they tell it's not ambiguous they tell tell everybody yeah right but, but at the same time, to Chris's point, it's like, oh, you're back from school is pretty much what everybody was telling Dash, which was one of the first, you know, like takeaways, like, oh, they're in college because he's back from college. I was like, I got to a, I got to a weird bargaining place with the show for my brain where I was like trying to make sense of how old they were. I'm like, prep school, <laughs> prep school seems, prep school seems like the only logical answer. Right. And then they were like, and then they just kept on having to be like high school. My high school soccer team specifically. Oh, can we talk real quick about how, like, just very briefly, I know we're wrapping up, but I love that to illustrate that Dash's dad was coming back from the Alps, they had to make it look as much as possible like he just got off the mountain. <laughs> yeah, fresh fresh from the slopes directly to Ooh, the play. Oh, hey, I got the board right here. It's all waxed up. I'm ready to carve. <laughs> on a four on a fourteen hour flight, let me just wear my <laughs> yeah. full ski gear. That does it for Dash and Lily, and that does it for Christmas for two months because we're taking a small break. I know we said we were gonna do Christmas all through the off season, but we're gonna celebrate a new tradition this August called a long way to Christmas, which is if you recall last year we watched. Kind of sort of cult classic film called Accepted, starring one Justin Long. And we thought, hey, why not every August going forward, we watch a film from that gentleman's illustrious career. So join us next month as we watch Herbie Fully Loaded, available on HBO Max of all places. And, uh, yeah, you're, we're actually going to do that. So, you know, we did a really good job, I think, this off season of providing Christmas content. So we're going to do one weird thing just because. Just Let these dogs hunt. If, if, if we are going to, you know, like how we, like Rick and Morty threw out an arbitrary number for how long they're going to do Rick and Morty, right? If we just tie our run of this show to Justin Long career then we've got 99 99 seasons left someday (laughs) someday the tv series ed will be available to stream it's not going to be anytime soon but someday someday someone will figure out the rights to all the music used on that show and we will do an ed christmas episode featuring justin long all right well until august comes around and if you enjoyed our july our christmas in july special two-parter why don't you leave us a little rating little christmas in july present a little rating our jalapeno two-powder because it was extra spicy (laughs) yeah review subscribe stay in touch with us we'll be back we'll we're gonna take a little month off from the christmas stuff but we're then i mean then it's all downhill from there then then we're just going straight into it so (laughs) Yeah. Picking up speed. Yeah. It was all downhill with when we said Dash and yes. Lily. Uh, otherwise, get in touch with us. Uh, TV at gmail.com. TV on Instagram and Twitter. 
and uh, that's it. That's the end. We've this this went on far too long, and hopefully, I can edit it down to forty five minutes because that's that's probably all that's worth no. listening to. I'll you can't. No. You gotta cut the no, Schindler's List joke. We, <laughs> you, yeah. you can't cut the Schindler's <laughs> List joke. Oh, the Schindler's List joke is the only good don't joke. Tell, don't we tell me what I can't cut the out of this line. podcast. <laughs> Uh, this one's not going to be as bad. As, it's, well, I'm gonna, it, I'm gonna, it, I'm gonna be better tight, than it has any I'm right to be. I'm gonna tighten it up real nicely. <laughs> no, no, no. You leave it. You, you, you let it rattle. You I can't rattle wait to you. listen to it when I overcome the fear of listening to my own voice. <laughs> someday, someday, Brian will get there. I've overcome the fear of I listening used to... to your voice, Brian. So, uh, hopefully, you can too. That hurts. I used to listen to every episode to of me. our podcast to make sure I was doing a good job and give myself notes because I'm terribly self-conscious. And uh, now I've stopped, and I think it's reflected in my performance <laughs> that I'm just... <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, as long as I admit it. As right? long as we all, as long as we all know what we're doing. <laughs> I'm just fucking here for the Manscaped check. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, until August... I've been Chris. I've been Dash Catchem. <laughs> and meow, that's right. Thanks for listening. We're glad you're still alive. <laughs> we are. I'm John. Wet John. John. Don't Wet follow John. me on any it's social media. Wet John. Sleigh Bell Sounds provided by Michael Koenig from soundbible.com. And Joy to the World provided by FreeXmasMP3.com. Oh, it's Chris. Oh, boy. Are you going for, are you going for a ride? Thought we were going to make it. Thought we were going to make it. But uh, enjoy it while it lasts because the new podcasting palace is... is far and away from the train tracks so the polar express will not be coming to my neck of the woods too much longer that's what you think my chrissy takes the ten thirty train no okay well fuck all y'all like my friends the dinosaurs in jurassic park tom hanks also finds a way i mean sure 